It's been a while. Yeah, kind of fell off the face of the earth. But football is back. No, in all seriousness, I did not intend to be gone for this long. I intended to take a summer break. I got to be honest, I just lost the interest in doing the podcast, at least over the summer. When I started this thing back in September of last year, life was, you know, it could be a lot worse, but I was not happy with where I was at all with the direction life was going at that point. And the podcast became a way where for one hour I was able to escape and talk about something that I love very near and dear. And then when the off season came, there wasn't football. I never started this podcast to have it become something more like a, it would be my career, you know, something like that. And I just, Took the summer off, and if I never came back, I think I would have been okay with it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I had a lot of fun doing this. And I don't intend to shake things up coming back to it now. Uh, Fortunately, life is a lot. It's almost like a 180 from where I was last year. I feel like I'm in a great mental state. Jobs, you know, job's a job, but I could be doing a lot worse than where I'm at right now. I like my job. Uh, I love being back home in the great state of Washington at Pacific Coast time. I, As I'm recording this, it's Saturday night. Football is tomorrow. I cannot wait. That is, man, I tell you what, this year's flown by so fast, and now that football is finally here, I'm ready to get going. So, also, I guess it's kind of a different, is that for the entire season, I plan to have at least one co-host. Mostly Luke. Not this week because I was procrastinating and didn't do the podcast when I said I was going to. And to be honest, if my friend didn't ask me, hey, are you still doing the pod this year? I don't know if I was ever going to do it. So shout out to you, Eric. I love you. With that said, let's just get right into it. You know, I don't want to get all sappy. It's good to be back. I think from here on out, this is going to be like a football season only podcast, maybe some episodes during the off season, but this is just something that I love doing. I don't even know if I'm going to do social media for this because I hated doing it to begin with. It was like pulling teeth to get me to post stuff about my, the podcast. It felt very cringe. Honestly, if I could pay someone to do it, I would probably just do that. I think I'd prefer to do that. So I don't know. People might not hear this. I might get two listens, but to those people who are listening, let's talk about football. Um, as we go through each game, I'll talk about teams in a broad sense, and then I'll also talk about the game itself, since I didn't do a year preview. I guess I can't, I can't do a, should I give a Super Bowl pick now? No, 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 we're going to do a Super Bowl pick at the end. Let's just get right into it. Uh, well, like I said, we're recording this Saturday night. The Thursday game already happened. Wow, what a tale of two halves. First half, it felt like football was back. We're in a great spot. Going to be an amazing year. And then the second half happened. And then I was like, oh, that feeling that you get when it's like week 11 and you're watching Jaguars Titans on Thursday night and you're like, you know, I could probably take a night off from football. That's that's kind of how I was feeling. You had Chiefs receivers that couldn't catch. You had the Lions 
being the most conservative team on the planet when they went for a fake punt in their own territory. And was it, the, it was either the first or second quarter. It was just a slog. I don't want to give credit to either defense in the sense that I don't think they did anything outstanding to stifle the offense. And I just think it was bad offensive play. Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league by a mile. But missing Kelsey. I mean, spoiler alert, I don't have them in the Super Bowl. I just don't think that if they get into the shootout, I don't trust these guys. I don't trust Justin Ross yet. I don't trust Rasheed Rice. I don't trust uh, Marquez. I don't trust Sky Moore. Started him in my fantasy leagues, both, there's two out of my four leagues. That didn't go well. And I really don't trust Kadarius Tony. I get that he was coming into this game missing most of training camp, all preseason, all that. That's fine. He still played terribly, and there's no excuse for how bad he played. He caused that pick six. If you want to put the blame on him, fine. But the other receivers didn't step up either. I think Mahomes is doing the best that he can. I don't know why the Chiefs stopped running the ball. And then I remember that Matt Nagy is the offensive coordinator again. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Lions, look, everyone's picking them to win the division. I've honestly been leading Green Bay all season. We'll talk about them in a few minutes. I like the Lions to go like 10 and 7, which I think will be enough to get a wild card. I still need to see it from these teams that have been bad for so long. And each year is different from the last. But I still need to see it. Uh, I really like them, though. I was happy to see them win, to be honest. Plan spoiler. I liked it. All right, getting into the morning games on Sunday. We've got the Texans visiting the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens with a revamped wide receiver core. Lamar Jackson got paid. Their running backs are, I guess, healthy. Healthy as can be to start this season. And the Texans, well, I mean, it'll be cool to see C.J. Stroud. The spread is at 9.5. Ravens' favorite, obviously. Baltimore is a front-running team. They always come out in the first couple of weeks guns blazing. So I'm going to take Baltimore here. But there's only three spreads that are above five. It's this game, the Bucs-Vikings. I'm sorry, there's four. There's Bucs-Vikings, Cardinals-Commanders, and then Rams-Seahawks. One of these teams are going to have an upset. I'm not picking the Texans to do that because I think they're going to be really bad. C.J. Stroud, that poor guy, he's got Nico Collins to throw to, Dalton Schultz, and then that's about it. I think Damian Pierce is really good, but I expect the Baltimore offense to put on an absolute show to start this year. Bucks vikings um, I'm actually higher on the Vikings this year than I was last year. I thought they were frauds the entire way through, and it showed in the playoffs. But to be honest, I just think they're going to be regressing towards the, the mean. I think they'll be right there with the Lions for the division at 10-7, and 7, maybe even 11-6. and 6. Did they get really lucky last year? Yeah, but they still gutted out those wins. And while I probably gave them a ton of crap last year for being frauds, 
I think that the pendulum has swung far too much in the opposite direction. I don't think they're going to be a 6-11 and 11 team. I just don't see it. The NFC is too weak, and I don't trust the Bucs. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I don't trust this offensive line. I don't trust the run game. I love Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but Mike Evans is already coming into this game injured, and Chris Godwin I don't think will be enough to overcome Justin Jefferson, uh, Jordan Addison, and uh, Alexander Madison, my guy. And Captain Kirk. Kirk's a totally fine, above-average quarterback. I think I've always said that he's top 12, if not top 15, somewhere around there. But I like the Vikings. So we're going with two favorites. Oh, here we go. I like this underdog. This is probably the most publicly backed underdog of the week. The 49ers are visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is absolutely amazing in the first week by my very rough uh, research. I am terrified of the Steelers team. I think they're really good all around. I just have a question about Kenny Pickett. He looked great in the preseason. It doesn't always work out. Now, what I always go back to with preseason football is that Dak Prescott in his rookie year looked really good in the preseason, and it translated into the regular season. So I don't think it's a nothing burger if a quarterback looks good in the preseason. I just want to see it against a great team like the 49ers. I'm going to take the Steelers in the two and a half points because I think the Steelers might actually win. The 49ers right now, Nick Bosa's coming in off a huge contract, but he hasn't practiced a whole lot. George Kittle's already injured. Brock Purdy, we don't really know. I love McCaffrey. Have him in almost all my fantasy leagues for the fourth year in a row somehow. I don't know how this keeps happening to me. I really, really like Brandon Ayuk. I have for years. I've just never seen it. I think this this might sneakily be the best game of the week. I like both teams. The Steelers' defense is fantastic. The wide receivers for the Steelers, George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. I think Deontay is pretty well established in the league as a, yeah, he's good. George Pickens, a little to be determined. I'm not a particular fan of Najee Harris. He's woefully unimpressive for a first-round running back, and he has been since he came into the league. I do like Jalen Warren, though. I like the Steelers. I, yeah, there's just a lot of questions with the 49ers right now. Uh, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh on this one. Whew. All right. This is my game. The Bengals visiting the home dog Cleveland Browns. Joe Burrow just got paid. Honestly, I was kind of shocked at the contract. Not that he didn't deserve the money, because he absolutely deserves the money. He's been to the Super Bowl and two AFC championships. No one outside of Mahomes in the last four or five years deserves it more than he does. I don't want to hear anything uh, to the contrary. I mean, talk about undeserved contracts. Look at the guy on the other side of the field. Sorry the Bengals don't pay perverts fully guaranteed money. I like the Bengals. I always will. I'm probably never going to pick against them. But you know how I roll. Joe Burrow's my guy. We'll see how that contract affects future years. I don't think T. Higgins is going to get signed long-term because, partially because of that, but also 
he's a free agent next year. I just don't see it, which will really break my heart because I love the camaraderie that the receiving core has on the Bengals. Obviously, Jamar Chase is one of my favorite players. But talking about the game itself, I think the Browns, the the AFC North is going to be the best division in football. Everyone's talking about the AFC East being that. I think it's going to be the North. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Um, Obviously, I lean Bengals because I think at the most important position, they have the best guy. But if we get to December and all these teams are hovering around either 500 or each one is vying for the top spot, I won't be shocked at all. I think all four of these teams are really good. I think the worst one might actually be Baltimore because I don't like that defense at all. If I had to rank them, I'd go Bengals. Oh, and it's honestly a toss-up between the Browns and Steelers because I have the same question mark for both of them. I don't trust their quarterback just yet for different reasons, obviously. Baltimore's defense is already injured, and I think it's going to be bad. It wasn't great last year. Um, yeah, Bengals, but Browns, they're going to be good. I, I think all four of these teams – you can make a very reasonable argument for any of them to win the division. Uh, it's a little unfortunate for my fan interests. Uh, what isn't hard for my fan interests, the Colts are four and a half dogs to the Jaguars. I think everybody knows my feelings about the Colts. Once again, they are unwilling to pay a player that I really, 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 really like. It's like deja vu. It's like every five or six years they come up to kick me in the groin again. But the curse of Andrew Luck lives on because the Colts drafted a rookie running back yet are unwilling to pay an extra $2 million to a running back that has played one full year. Oh, sort of two. He was a starter his rookie year, Jonathan Taylor was. But also he wasn't. He obviously was amazing his second year and then injuries riddled his third year. You have a rookie running a rookie quarterback. What more could you ask for than a running back who is rock solid behind your guy? Why wouldn't you just pay him? Whatever. I hate this team. Everybody knows I hate this team. I've never turned on anything more in my entire life. I hope the Jags stomp them, but I think this might be that one game where you're like, oh, there's no way this team wins, and then surprise, surprise, the Jags are still stupid. I hope I'm wrong. I love Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking the Jags minus four and a half. Uh, I guess I didn't talk about the Bengals. Bengals are favored by two. The Browns were, it was a plus one for the Browns. Now it's minus two because it was confirmed Joe Burrow's playing. And then Jags, I'm taking minus four and a half. I will not I mean, color me shocked if the Colts win. Because what does Richardson have to work with? Like, I like Michael Pittman, but he's not a one. He's a two. Deion Jackson is the starting running back who was decent for fantasy last year, but I don't know if he's going to help out Richardson all that much. Oh, right. Uh, the game that I had circled as the upset of the week, Cardinals, Commanders. The Commanders are being hyped up almost to the point of absurdity. I like them coming into the season. Uh, I think the NFC East is going to be the toughest division 
in the National Football Conference. But I am not taking them minus seven with a unproven quarterback. Never started in the NFL outside of preseason, mind you. Terry McLaurin is battling turf toe. He's supposed to play. I love Jahan Dotson. The Cardinals are actively tanking this year. But this could very much be a situation where the Jags beat the Colts week one the year before they drafted Trevor Lawrence. And then they didn't win a single game after that. I think this could be this exact situation. Let's get nasty. I'm taking the Cardinals plus seven. And then I probably won't take them the rest of the year. Uh, Commanders, I like Sam Howell. I want him to be good. I want him to be really good. I have him in fantasy. Uh, I I just feel like something stupid is going to happen this game and the Cardinals are going to come out with it. Oh, okay. A game that I probably would only want to watch just for Chris Olave. The Titans are three-point underdogs to the New Orleans Saints playing in New Orleans. I didn't really talk about the AFC South as a whole. I think the Titans are going to be way better than people think this year. And I think they're going to give Jacksonville a run for their money. Everyone's hyping up Jacksonville to be the best team. They're going to be the ones that come out of nowhere to win like 12, 13 games. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to win 10. And I think the, I think it's going to be a repeat of the AFC South last year where the Colts and Texans are terrible and the Titans and Jaguars are fighting in the final weeks for the division. Mike Frabel, he's like the, the skim milk version of Mike Tomlin where their teams just don't go under 500. I... I'm going to take the Titans to win here because I don't trust Derek. Just just think about this. Am I going to take Mike Rabel and Mike, Ryan Tannehill, or am I going to take Derek Carr and Dennis Allen, the head coach of New Orleans Saints? Panthers-Falcons. Falcons are, again, a team that everyone's hyping up. And I guess here and now I can talk about the NFC South. As much as I just got done bad-mouthing the Saints, I think I say that more because I like the Titans than I do hate the Saints. Because I don't really love any team in this division. I certainly don't like the Bucks. I don't like the Panthers this year. I think give Frank Reich a couple of years and he'll turn that team around. It's going to be between the Falcons and Saints. I guess if I had to take one, I'll take the Saints because at least... Derek Carr is a known commodity. He's got good weapons, especially when Alvin Kamara comes back off his three-game suspension. I think the defense is going to be adequate. I just, there's more known factors about the Saints than there are the Falcons. The Falcons are, oh, they got B. John Robinson. They're going to run the ball all the time. But Desmond Ritter could suck, and that would derail the whole thing. You can get Bijan the Rock 40 times a game if he's only averaging two yards a carry. That ain't going to do it. Having said that, I'm going to take the Falcons minus three and a half because I just got done saying I really don't trust Carolina's offense. I don't mind their defense, but Bryce Young, that poor guy, has nobody to throw to. Jonathan Migo is a rookie. They're already missing DJ Shark. Uh, Who knows what they're going to do at running back? Miles Sanders? I don't expect to be toting, touting, toting, touting the rock 20 plus times a game. Chupa Hubbard is okay. I, I just I don't like the pieces on Carolina. 
Um, all right, getting into the afternoon games, we have oh yeah, decent. We got four afternoon games. One, two, three, four. Oh, I'm sorry, five. I can't count. Uh, I'd say between these, no, the, my least favorite's at the bottom. I like the Seahawks this year, but I don't like them more than everyone else because I think the Seahawks were just one year ahead, and I think they're going to finish basically where they were last year, nine and eight, maybe ten and seven. Geno Smith, props to you, my man. You got paid. And the Seahawks bestowed upon you another potential great wide receiver. Probably the best trio in the league just on paper. And they're facing the Rams. Cooper Cup's already out. This defense, I can name one person, Aaron Donald. And then after that, it looks like a creative franchise in Madden 10 years from now. I don't know any of these guys. I know that the NFC West has a bunch of shenanigans that go around where it's like rock, paper, scissors. Uh, one team seems to have the other's number and then so on and so forth. I don't care. I still hate the Rams, and I'm going to pick against them every time this season, and I think it's going to work out in my favor. Hawks minus five. Put it on the board. Uh, I said the Steelers and 49ers would be the best game this week. I think it might actually be this coming game. The Chargers are three-point favorites against the Dolphins, both coming off heartbreaking playoff losses where the Dolphins had Skylar Thompson in as quarterback and lost by, I think, three points to the Buffalo Bills. And then the Chargers, well, they chargered. They chargered all over their pants. Um, Basically bringing the same team back, both these teams are basically the same from last year. It's just a question of can Tua stay healthy. The big acquisition for the Dolphins was Jalen Ramsey, and he's not going to play until December. Man, you know, I love Justin Herbert. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three, and I think the Dolphins might win. I know that this is probably the only week the Chargers are going to stay healthy. I just have a weird feeling about this game. I can't quantify it. I think these teams are relatively even matched, even though it's Dolphins plus three. The chart that that minus three home field advantage doesn't really exist anymore in today's NFL. It definitely doesn't exist for the Chargers home field advantage because they don't have one. Um. Yeah, I think this should be a pick 'em. I don't quite understand the Chargers being favored by three points. So I'm going to take the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins are going to take this game. What I think is going to be a sneaky good game is the Eagles visiting the New England Patriots. It is Tom Brady's induction into the Hall, the Ring of Honor. Is that what they call it? So it'll be a pretty emotional day in New England. They have a revamped offense mainly because they actually have an offensive coordinator this time with Bill O'Brien. Say what you want. I thought he was a really good coach in Houston. Terrible GM. I think that he is a huge boon for the Patriots. You know, I'm going to screw it. I'm going to take the Patriots. Plus four. I This, this is a... Hmm. You would think the Eagles 
with all of the acquisitions that they had, the fact that they had Jordan Mason fall to them. Is it Jordan Mason? I don't know. I'm doing this all off the cusp, so hopefully my memory is serving me correctly. Eagles, position by position, have the better player in almost every category, except for maybe, no, definitely running back. Patriots have the better running backs. But aside from that, maybe secondary, the Patriots have the better. The Eagles should be favored by at least six. I'm on two, Vegas. I'm taking the Patriots. This this is disgusting, what you're trying to do week one to these poor people who are betting on these games. Okay. Getting back to the NFC North. The Packers are one-point dogs to the Chicago Bears. If this was a week ago, I would have taken the Packers pretty comfortably. Uh, however, Christian Watson is out, and Romeo Dobbs is, I think, doubtful. Uh, look, I think Jordan Love's going to be pretty good. I think the pack the Packers came on as an NFC North favorite towards the end of preseason because, like, what's Kenny Pickett? Jordan Love looked pretty good in preseason. I have been on the Packers. I would say almost all off season. I I don't I don't trust the Bears. I, I don't. I, I it, DJ Moore is a fine receiver, but I see him a lot like uh Deontay Johnson or Michael Pittman. Obviously not the same type of receiver. I just don't see them as a true one. I don't think and I don't trust Justin Fields as a thrower of the ball just yet. Uh, so I'm talking myself out of the Bears when I should be talking myself into them because I wasn't going to take the Bears, but I'm I'm taking the Packers. Packers are going to win this game. Bears fans, welcome to the age of Jordan Love. Congratulations once again. All right, the last afternoon game and my least favorite one that I would prefer to spend less than 10 seconds talking about, Raiders-Broncos. Raiders are three-and-a-half-point dogs. I think that team's going to be disgusting this year. I feel bad for Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Aside from that, I don't care. Broncos, I guess I'm going to take the win on the sheer fact that I think the Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And the Broncos, if they can score, I don't know, 18 points can probably win. I don't think Russell is totally cooked, but I definitely don't think he's the uh, week eight MVP that he was for like four years straight in the mid-2010s. I, yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos. Sunday Night Football, an absolute classic as it always is. The Dallas Cowboys are three and a half point favorites visiting the New York Giants. The Giants are one of these hype teams from the offseason that I don't trust. I don't trust their defense. I still don't trust Danny Dimes. I don't trust the receiving court outside of Darren Waller, who I think is fantastic. And Saquon Barkley. I trust those two guys. I don't really trust anyone on the field. I trust Brian Dayball, but the Cowboys slap the Giants every single year. Dak is 10-2 and two against them. I think the Cowboys, we're going to talk about my picks in just a minute when it comes to the playoffs. I think the Cowboys are going to smack the Giants on national TV. And we finally get... To, oh, there's no doubleheader on Monday night this year. I wonder if they just got rid of that. The Buffalo Bills are two and a half point favorites to the New York Jumbo Jets. I'm taking the Jets. 
I think this is going to be the statement game. The Jets have been hyped up like no team has been in the last several years in the NFL, but I think they're going to I think they're going to put a stamp on this game. I really like their defense. Aaron Rodgers, look, I trust him. Josh Allen, I love Josh Allen. He's diet Andrew Luck, but I do not trust the Buffalo Bills defense, and I do not trust the Buffalo Bills offensive line. I don't trust their run game and their receiving core outside of Diggs and Gabe Davis. Well, I guess you got Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. But I just don't think that's going to be enough to compete with the Jets. I'm taking the Jets to win. And with that, we're going to get to my playoff picks. Okay. So, we're going to start in the NFC. I have the Cowboys taking the number one seed. I think this might be the year that Dallas finally breaks through. I have the 49ers finishing second. And then I have the Green Bay Packers. And then finally, I have the Saints finishing fourth. Four divisions. And then wild card, I have the, not the Giants. I have the Seahawks. And then I will take the, what am I blanking on? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. The Eagles I have as a top wild card. Excuse me. And then I have the Hawks. And then finally, I have, honestly, I don't care. I have the Vikings finishing seven. So, Cowboys, 49ers, Saints, Packers, Eagles, Seahawks, and the Vikings. So I have, what, five teams? I have the Saints and Packers in the playoffs, and I'm taking out the Giants and uh, who's the last wild card from last year? Uh, and the Giants, that's, that's right. Okay, moving on to the AFC. I have the Chiefs finishing first because I don't know. I just want to be right. It's like it's like the the uh, just the just like it's it's the free marker in bingo. And then I have the Bengals finishing finally in second place. All right, so it just decided to stop recording. What what would it be me coming back to do this and not having any technical difficulties? So I don't really know where we left off. We're talking about the AFC. So to recap, again, I guess, we have the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Jets, and then the Titans being division winners in that order. For my wild card, I have the Buffalo Bills. And then I have the Steelers. And then to end it all, who am I going to take for seventh? I'm going to take the... Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Baltimore. Not Baltimore. Los Angeles. Can I leave Justin Herbert out? No, I'm going to take Chargers 7th place. I'm following my heart on that one. That's Yeah, that pick's probably going to bite me in the butt. But anyways, NFC. Cowboys, Niners, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Seahawks, Vikings. AFC. Chiefs, 
Bengals, Titans, and the Jumbo Jets to round out the divisions. And then the Bills, Chargers, and the Steelers. So on the AFC side, I've got the Titans, the Steelers, as the new, and the Titans, Steelers, and the, uh, and the Jets. So three, so five teams out, five new teams in. It's a little bit less than what we've been seeing over the last few years. I think it's around seven new teams in both conferences that enter the playoffs each year. I think it's going to stabilize a little bit. We're just going to stick with five. I guess the Dolphins are out too. So, yeah. But Super Bowl pick. Do I go with my heart? Yes. I think this is it. Joe Burrow gets his first Super Bowl championship. Joe Burrow wins MVP over the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man, that feels so chalky. That that just feels gross. I don't care. You know, I love me and my Bengals. I like the Cowboys, I guess. That's it. That was like a record time podcast. That was like less than less than uh, 30 minutes. Like I said, I don't plan on doing this without a guest host because it's kind of boring me talking to myself. I really enjoyed doing the playoffs with Luke. I expect to have him back if he wants to, as well as other people. I want to get other people because, like I said at the, at the top, this this is for fun. I, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to do social media for this. If you can find my feed, my my old social media, is, it's still up there. I, I can get into it whenever I want. I'm going to be honest, I don't really feel like doing social media. I, I just like doing this. I like talking. Um, release schedule. I don't know. It's going to come out before Thursday night. That I can promise you. Aside from that, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to bring things in. We're going to, we're going to cross our T's, dot our I's. We're going to get it stuff under control eventually. But I think for the first few weeks, I'm just going to wing it and see how I'm feeling as I reincorporate this podcast into my life. Either way, this was awesome to be back. I'm so thankful for any who listened to me ramble and talking about sports when you could be listening to anybody else on air. I know I don't listen to myself because I can't bring myself to do it. But regardless, I so appreciate you taking the time to spend, taking time to spend, geez, I can't. You know what? Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.